Welcome to On Air with Russell of Hotels, where we talk about everything hospitality, from hotels to influencers and everything in between. We will feature guest interviews with hospitality professionals who will share their experiences. Your host, Russell Edmond, has spent over 25 years in the hospitality industry, beginning his career with Marriott International in hotel operations, before moving into the sales arena and becoming a relationship-building director of sales and marketing. Russell then went to the other side as a hospitality entrepreneur. He now consults in the hotel and meeting space, which includes being the CEO of Russell of Hotels Group. Did I mention he was a veggie foodie? Yes, Russell is always looking for good non-meat eats. Please welcome your host, Russell Edmond. Hello and thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels, live hospitality talk show. As you can see, we have a guest here, Mr. Lonnie Wolf. We're going to get into it with him in a minute. He's muted at the moment, right? But um, believe me, he's on fire and he's ready to go, okay? So... <laughs> but uh, I, I, I let him know before the show, I said... Um, I have a couple, just a couple things to go over before I introduce him. But as you can see, I do have a guest, Mr. Lonnie Wolf. He's to my right. I'm not sure who, how he appears on your screen, but he's on a, on my right side. So, uh, and you can see down at the bottom, Mr. Lonnie Wolf. It says the art of housekeeping, and it's show number 180. So, thank you guys so much. Uh, I didn't ever, in my wildest dreams, think that I would do a podcast, nor would I think I would get to 180 shows. So, I do appreciate you guys for you know, for supporting me over the last three years and 180 shows later. So I do appreciate that. Uh, this is a show that welcomes comments. So please feel free to make your comments. Um, we're all about interaction here on air with Russell of hotels. We are live both on YouTube and LinkedIn. Okay. So just so you know that we, um, it's called re what is it called? Um, gosh, I can't restream restream. So restream allows you to, um, to broadcast simultaneously to uh, multiple platforms. So just in case you were doing a similar show, I just gave you some information, right? Just gave you a little game there. So, but, um, but no, I appreciate everyone joining in. Okay. So first and foremost, I just, I had to thank some people and instead of my industry news that I normally do, I need to thank some, no, I need to congratulate some people first. I'm sorry. Um, See, it's a good thing that I have this button here that is push and then automatically it tells me who I'm supposed to congratulate. So congratulating two people. One, Miss Rona Simmons. She is a new senior sales manager, a senior sales exec, excuse me, with the Renaissance uh, Esmeralda and, and resort and spa in Indian, Indian Wells, California. So that's out in the, Palm Springs area, the greater Palm Springs area. Let me say that one more time. Miss Rona Simmons, senior sales exec at the Renaissance Esmeralda Resort and Spa. Okay, so she just took over that position maybe the last, within the last week or so. Um, she was formerly at the Hilton and I want to say that was in I mean, I, the Double Tree by Hilton. I want to say that was in Cathedral City. That's where she was previously, but now she's now at the Renaissance. She's handling that um, affinity market. For people that don't know, that's a Marriott term, affinity. That's the old Smurf, okay? We call it Smurf. Uh, S-M-E-R-F, social, military, educational, religious, fraternal. That's that market. So, But Marriott, you know, they come up with their own terms for everything, so it's the affinity market. But regardless, if you have any needs out in the desert, Miss Rona Simmons is your girl. And then last but 
but certainly not least, Miss Lorraine L. Boogie Chapman. Uh, I, I throw the L. Boogie in there because that's what I call her. So, um, But no, she's the new director of tourism at GoCVB. What does GoCVB stand for, you may ask? GoCVB stands for Greater Ontario Convention and Visitors Bureau. So she's now the director of tourism. This is actually her second go around with the with the GoCVB. So um, but, you know, we welcome her back there. We appreciate them for both telling me this because that's one thing to to move on. But it's another thing to tell, you know, people that have followed you, people that maybe were past clients or friends or colleagues or whatever. You need to make sure you share the information when you do move on and transition from one hotel to another. Just let people know that you have moved because that's the one of the worst things to do is that for someone to call that your last hotel and look for you and they didn't know that you had left. Right. So I do appreciate both Rona and Lorraine for letting me know. So once again, congratulations to them. Um, much success, continued success to them. And then one more I want to thank. And this was this just literally just happened. Um, and Lonnie, hold tight. You're, you're still there. Um, this, this literally just happened right before the show. Okay, so I fill out. Okay, I stayed at the Holiday Inn Express in Blythe, California. Okay, so you guys know I was there for my class reunion and homecoming two weeks ago. Okay, so we stayed at the Holiday Inn, Holiday Inn Express and then you get once you, once you check out, you know, you get your, the the um, the guest survey, you know, that that kind of thing you fill out. A lot of people don't even do it, but I always make it a point to do that. And then I get a letter or an email from Mr. Manny Baines. I assume he's the general manager or someone that's in charge of that particular hotel. He sent me an email directly, you know, thanking me for the comments that I made about the hotel, which, you know, which were spot on. I did, We had a great. Uh, stay there. Great experience. Um, the guest service was off the chart. They were cleaning. And one thing that I and Lonnie uh, will appreciate this visually, visually cleaning. OK, so it's in the I'm sitting in the lobby having some conversations with some people. You can see people cleaning they're, you know, sanitizing. They're doing all these things in the guest site, which that's what we want. We want to see people cleaning because because people think this whole COVID thing is over. It's not over. And it's good. It's refreshing to see you go to a hotel and you see people actively cleaning, spraying, disinfecting, all that kind of stuff. So I do appreciate that. And I let Manny know that right in, in the in the comments. And then he basically sent me an email thanking me for the comments. But you know what, Manny, you don't have to thank me. I mean, thank your staff. I do appreciate everything you do. I recommend that hotel now. If you're ever going through Blythe or you need to go to Blythe for whatever reason that is, stay at the Holiday Inn Express. Okay, it's right there on Luf- Lufkin Boulevard. Just make a right off of Luf- Lufkin Boulevard. It's That would be south of the freeway, and that's the 10 freeway. Okay, so thank you again, Manny. I do appreciate you reaching out and just... Um, you know, you're just reaching out and just letting me know that you got, you know, you appreciate the comments and I, I appreciate all the hard work. So thank you so much. Without further ado, let's wait, wait, let me let me read. Let me read something about Lonnie first before we bring him off, um, before we get him off the mic or get him off a of mute. Um, and this is just I'm going to paraphrase this because Lonnie sends like a whole novel and I'm like well what am I supposed to use out of this Lonnie I mean you know so I'm going to paraphrase this okay so uh a hotel cons- he was a hotel GM 
and a consultant for the art of housekeeping. Okay. To include 25, he's one of the 25 most inspirational executives in travel for hospitality of 2021, originally from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And now he resides in a small coastal town called Ocean Ridge, Florida, which is where he is right now. Um, He's a citizen of the world from one hotel to another, making an impact and a difference. Uh, He's held many titles over the years. He's been an owner of a cleaning company for 24 years, export agent, mainland China. He's been a construction owner, developer for 24 years, and owner of a nail printing technology for nail care industry within the state of Florida. That's something I did not know about, Lonnie. So, wow. Uh, he loves to share his passion for the hotel hospitality industry, specifically on, on LinkedIn. I mean, that's how I found Lonnie. OK, we found each other on LinkedIn and we both automatically knew we both had a passion for what we did. And that's, you know, housekeeping, that's hospitality as a whole. I used to be in housekeeping before I started my career there. And I always mention that. And Lonnie, he, he saw that, heard that. And we've been talking ever since he's been on the show. This is the second time being on the show. He constantly is on this show making comments and adding to the subject matter. So I do appreciate him for that. And uh, what else? Loves to share his passion for the hospitality industry on LinkedIn. I just mentioned that. Learned from my decades of experience, the art of housekeeping, redefining the standard of housekeeping success, one hotel at a time. Without further ado, let me just bring on Mr. Lonnie Wolf. Are you there, Lonnie? Are you there? I am here, Russell. Good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Can you hear me? Yeah, I, I hear you fine. Um, uh, you're, you're a little glitchy. You're a little glitchy. But as I mentioned earlier, and I mentioned to the audience as I well, wanna- um, just to keep talking, regardless of what happens, just keep talking. Well, I want to first congratulate you on show number 180. And for you to reach show 180 and do it every Tuesday live, you've been doing this for three and a half years. So I have something I would like to. All my hospital friends would like to salute you for 108 shows, my friend. Congratulations. Thank you very much. I appreciate yep, that. We're going to talk about helping the first thing attention. Where, what I love about Russell up hotels because Russell is the real deal and he knows housekeeping because he's brought up housekeeping on many occasions. As an example, he'd be walking into a hotel and if he's working at the hotel, as he said, what's pissed him off more than anything is everybody and sitting outside spilling or sitting there on the lobby before entry and, and no one picks it up because the mindset is, hey, that's not my job. I don't work in housekeeping. And Russell hit it right on the nose that day with not correct. It's everyone's job. We work in the environment. We pick up, we put it in the trash, and we get to where that we're there. We wear all hats within the environment. What I've learned in my, you know, owning a cleaning company for 24 years and then getting into health space is most general managers do not understand housekeeping, let alone spend a week without the suit jacket, without the clean, and really get down to business. 
And it's it's unbelievable, as my good friend and Russell's good friend, Scott Eddy, has said on many occasions, there's so many dinosaurs in the business, and there's, and there's still many of them still there, making a big salary, showing up late, leaving early, and not thanking their team. So, you know, I take it to a whole other level, 24-7, 365. I dream it. I, I believe in it. And my goal is for every property to be the number one in the surrounding area. I love it. I love it. Yeah, no, I'm still here. I'm just there's a there's a delay. There is a delay, just so you know. So I'm I'm giving you time to uh to to go on to the next next subject. But um I understand you were in was it in Atlanta? You're working with a hotel in Atlanta for like two months? Are you there? And in the last month, I've gone over. Yeah, I'm here. Good. Is it? We good? I've been in Atlanta for uh, for a month, and I've been in the last three months. I have gone and seen over 800 rooms from Atlanta to Buffalo to other locations within the United States, and these are all brand properties. And I cannot begin to tell you how filthy they were stepped in law presentation when you pulled up the presentation when you went walked in the presentation of 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 the lift the corridors entering the suite all 800 rooms were viciously filthy and the thing was is the training and communication and how they were rolling and operating was way 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 below standards i don't need to hear about covid this and covid that it should never should have never got to that point to begin with you know when i was in buffalo and i was there after day two because of the problems with mold in the pro in the environment and the property i had to come back and tell four different medicines and there wasn't uh 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 a paper as and i have to get around with since i got mold in my lungs it's unbelievable that brand properties that are run by asset third asset management companies are not making visibility, as you said in the beginning, visibility of seeing something or reading the reviews to see that they're nasty, they're terrible. You know, when guests right should be closed down, this really, uh, this really, end. are you kidding me? Things have to change, and it's not changing. Fast enough. Yes, should the environment and so so. What should um, you know, um, I hope you can still hear me. I can I can still hear you. Um, it's just that, like I said, it's it. There is a delay after you speak. Um, but I, I just want to say what what can we do okay. or or what what did you advise for these hotels to do? I mean. Where does this end? Meaning, if they're not taking care of the hotels, where does it end? And where does someone else jump in and say, "Hey, you know, these hotels, you're right. These hotels are filthy. We need to do this. We need to do that." At what point does that happen, or or does it happen during these hotels, um, during these visits that you have? It's a great question. You know. I'm not quite, you know, you know, it's like a pair of shoes. You you wear it, it gets dull. I always have a clean pair of shoes. I don't want dust on my shoes. It's the same thing when I leave the environment. It gets dusty again. You know, these both these properties. Let's take the one in Buffalo. 
the first order of business was to start to slowly shut the operation. Rooms that beyond nasty, but they need to start closing on floors. They're going to closing down. They're going to need to bring in a team. You need carpet cleaners, upholstery cleaners, and drapery cleaners. You need to have the engineering in there changing out the AC filters that haven't been changed out in 13 months. You need to start, you need to basically overhaul the full cleaning of the entire fleet or unit, the 200 feet, and then start. communication with your team, smile, the whole formula. It's not rocket science, as you know and I know, but these properties need to start closing down. How can you put a guest in a room where the carpets haven't been cleaned in seven years, let alone the upholstery or the drapes, and the AC filter is sitting there oozing with black stuff and dust everywhere, and you can smell it as soon as you walk in the room? You need to start closing down the rooms and clean the rooms. You need to put proper mattress protectors on. The one that, you know, it's I took a property in was in, in very bad shape, and I and you know, they said hundred hundred product. Hours we the process and paint the room. You know, so we painted the rooms on Sundays. We would strip the rooms. We'd have a, I'd have a full team stripping a whole floor. TVs, amenities, everything would come out of the rooms. Um, we would have painters in after the painters were in. We'd have engineers and maintenance people behind them fix everything that's in the room. Behind them, um, deep cleaning with the housekeepers, showing them what deep cleaning really You know, we're talking about and, and them laying on their stomachs and doing things that they're not normally going to do. But I would make sure that I kept them laughing and kept them on board and promised them that we need to do this exercise to have a winning property and they were well compensated at the end but that property when i started was number 21 out of 81 and now they're number seven and based on the roadmap and the deliverables provided one nine months building air 81 hotel because they followed direction and they wanted to do it right It's, it's, it's about leadership. It's about general management. It's about the asset management company. You've got to have the right house team. Housekeepers very poorly. You know, general, you know, why would general manage somebody in front of a housekeeper and say, if you don't like it, there's the door. Your ass is you know what. I mean, you can't talk like that in the environment. These people are just as, as important as you as a leader guiding the ship, period. They should be guiding the ship, not the GMs in many of these hotels. Let me tell you that. I love housekeepers to no end. I'm a big advocate of housekeepers. I will 24-7-365. I applaud and I thank them 365. When I was a GM for seven years, I had zero turnover because I thanked them for the day prior. I thanked them for when they arrived. I thanked them for what they're going to do. And I thanked them when they left the property, 365. And they never left. They stayed on board with me for seven years until I went solo. Wow, that's that's great. That's one thing um, I've learned from you is that. Yeah. You there, Russell? We got communication. 
No, we're, we're still going. We're still good. We're still good. I was just making a comment on what you just said. And I think it's important that we thank people. We can't, we can never overthink people. Right. I mean, we think because we mentioned something and we're gracious that they did one thing that we thank them. And, oh, that's enough. Thanks for, you know, for the day. Right. But you thank them day in and day out several times a day. And I think that's important because um, and especially in the climate for today where we have a hard time finding employees and keeping employees. I get these calls all the time from my uh, old house, former housekeeping colleagues that um, managers or directors or whatever they, whatever their titles are, they always say, Hey, we, we hired, you know, three people today. Okay. I talked to her at the end of the week. Um, those two people left. So, I mean, th- we have to continue. Thank these people continue to lift people up, continue to praise them because th- people are leaving. And why are they leaving? I mean, I, I think they're leaving because they're just not appreciated enough. So can you overthink someone? I don't think so. And I, and I learned that from you. Nope. I'm going to thank them so much that they're going to want to be there because they're going to want to hear thank you. You know, housekeeping starts with smiles, good morning, or anyone in the community. And thank you for showing up. You know, ROI, rate of investment, rate of investment on your team. Thank you. Not just thanking your team, you know, on a, uh, our rewards program for the best presented housekeeping cart monthly, um, a rewards program for coming up on time, working, leading a once every piece. You have tackle juice, well, pizza Thursday. There are things to do to make their job much, a lot more fun. It's like housekeeping tips. The more the cleanliness, safety, and presentation, even if you can't leave a housekeeping envelope in a room because some brand properties don't allow it, trust me, that if that person goes into the room and sees that, that is almost beyond spotless, like beyond spotless, they're going to leave a tip for that housekeeper. Now, when room is not properly, there are people to clean at the rooms, I'm like, these rooms should be shut down. They shouldn't even be sold to a guest and you're training new people to do it. You know, ROI on your team, communication and training is so key. And it's not just one day's training, it's daily training 365. You're going to learn something new each and every day. I mean, I noted it's just I, it's my, I, I'm trained so, you know, I'm self-trained, you know, from the top down to to see these things and to understand these things and to smell these things. You know, owning a cleaning company in Canada from carpets, drapes, upholstery, bedspreads, linen, firework, blood work, removal of hazardous waste has taught me a lot to bring into the industry. You can't, there's not many DMs that have been in that field to understand that field, let alone, you know, what drives me crazy is you, you know, all these hotels I go to, the carpets in the corridors, carpets in the rooms, they have carpet equipment sitting down below in the back of the house, sitting there years full of dust, never used. The wheels are squeaky. Well, why doesn't anyone want to take them out? For me, the, I'd sooner take a carpet cleaning machine out than a Lamborghini because I was behind them for 24 years. I get excited to get behind a good machine. 
they've got to start having better communication and training. And it starts from the leadership, the property management companies and the GMs and work your way down. It's got to start because there's just too many properties that are suffering today. And when you suffer, your ADR is terrible. Your reviews are terrible. You have no awards, so you have no bragging rights, as you know. Yes, I, I agree 100%. Now, how do they find you? Okay, you go in and assess a property. Uh, who reaches out to you? Is it the um, the ownership group? Is it the asset group? Is it the management company? How do they find you to go in and, and assess the property? A lot of it's word of mouth. For example, down in Pennsylvania, I was referred to by clients. And what I love is management company obviously has to run it. Owner was really wanted to be in bed with the management company. They didn't like it. He really wanted to see his property survive and and succeed. And he said to the management when I met him in Pennsylvania, um, we had never met, and we met. I went in 24 hours undercover. And uh, the following day, we met in the lobby and went for uh, for dinner with a lot of different executives uh, through Hilton. And he said to me at the restaurant, I hope you're going to be kind about my property. I said, I'm going to be very kind. I said, it's one of the dirtiest, nastiest properties I've walked into. If my wife was with me, we would have to leave. He got out of his chair like a bat out of you know what, called the management company and was on about the management you know, and asked me what I management company about three weeks. I said, if I own this property, they wouldn't be running this hotel because you should have never gotten this condition. Make a long story short, chief engineering, director of housekeeping, GM, all those people will let go to include the asset management company. Now he's in a great, a new, a new direction to the better. But people find me through word of mouth, word of mouth, and different. suffering you're embarrassed that it got that way so they're hesitant to want to do something or make the call a lot of times they're embarrassed they really are embarrassed but once you see a fix and and you and you mean i give you the roadmap not many people build a visual roadmap so you can't fail as an owner selling a property, I sell to Russell of Hotels. You're not going to fail because you have the deliverables. You have the roadmap. It takes monthly, every month, every year. You have to follow that indeed. Not No properties have visual roadmaps or a roadmap. They hire a housekeeper. They said, good morning. Someone trains her for a half an hour and says, here, I'm giving you 20 rooms. Have a good day. Like she's going to clean 20 rooms successfully with no training and proper communication with someone in the environment. It's not working. So, you know, my goal is to take each property to be number one. I want to be not in the hotel space if I the hotel and work there either deviate and go down to two and three and four. Think outside the box. How are you winning? What are you doing in the surrounding area that's different from the next property? As you know, branding the property, sales of the property, the people involved in the property. It's all about the guests. We're there for the guests. We're creating moments and earning memories 365. You know, I'll I tell the housekeeping team, pretend you're the guest. Two things when they check in, they use the facility. 
sit down below that you stand up, lay on the bed and go, why? Well, guess what? Act as if you're the guest. Look at things they see. You don't want them to call the lobby making a complaint. The only time they call the lobby or go down to the lobby is if they want a dinner recommendation. They should never go down with a complaint. I didn't take a proper, I took a property in Florida out of construction to be in the top 61 out of 3,200 hotels in the state of Florida because I worked as hard as I could because it was all about the guests and the experience, cleanliness, safety, and presentation. Great housekeeping team, great communication, great bonding, and just, and just doing it 365 and never deviating and having the tools and supplies needed. I hope Dylan Beaumont's on the show today. He, he sent me something yesterday, like he wanted to talk about teleweights and how in particular the phone, imagine 96 phones beyond filthy, beyond filthy. I'm like, how is it, how is it that they even get to that point? We, you know, and I know, but they should never get there. That's a standard of procedure. That's a touch point. All phones and guest rooms should be cleaned and sanitized, sterilized. I don't want to pick up a phone and see someone's last night's pepperoni sitting on on the on the voice piece. Like you mean it for the win. That's why we do what we do. And when they want a job, but they need the tools to do it. Dylan Beaumont, who's been on your show many, many times, he's a great general manager, and his team is an award-winning team because he cares about his hotel, and he cares about his team, and he has an ROI on his team, and he will get them the tools that they need to succeed. That's why he's successful in the environment in Eugene, Oregon. I, I agree with that, yeah. Dylan, Dylan is actually on... Uh, Dylan made a couple comments. He said, let me see. What did Dylan say? Mattress protectors are a must. Encasements can save your hotel from infestation, not just beds, but sofa sleepers too. He also said, um, Lonnie is accurate. Your eyes become trained for how things should appear and you'll spot deficiencies with ease. The more you practice room checks, property walks, etc." He said, good vibes. And he also said, you have you have to give your team the tools they need. Yeah, I mean, all those things are, yeah, that he you're hitting it head on. Dylan's hitting it head on. Dylan's living it as a general manager every single day, 24-7. I know how he operates. I don't even have to go to Dylan's hotel, but I can just, I know because I see things on social media. I see that, you know, he's an award, like you said, he's an award-winning hotel uh, especially from the housekeeping uh, perspective. Um, and I just know how he talks. I, mean, I, I know he talks a good game, right? So um, I can't wait to go there one day and check out his hotel. But, yeah, he's, he has the same. We're all three uh, the same when it comes to housekeeping and, and things that we look for. But let me just ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Now, housekeeping, okay, I understand housekeeping department, but the engineering department has to work closely with housekeeping as well, because if it won't work if things aren't getting repaired in those rooms either. Am, am I right? Yeah. 
Absolutely, one hundred percent. Housekeeping and engineering have to be a have to be a marriage. Period. There's no ands, if or ands, ifs or buts. As an example, you know how many hotels I go to, and you've got fifteen house sharing three vacuums. Well, why they broken? How no one's fixed them? Does anyone speak to engineering? Does anyone know how to fix them? No. There's no communication. First order of business is make a marriage with with engineering. You're going to drop off the vacuums every day that are broken. You're going to label them. What's the matter with them? You're going to leave them outside of engineering, and they're going to fix it. If they can't fix it, then you go and get a new one. End of story. But you can't you can't run a hotel without engineering. You can't put a guest in a room where, where you see the filter in the ceiling that's half, and it's don't sell the get engineering up there. ASAP. Work with engineering. It's very important. Isn't the light? Get a light bulb. Keep them on your cart to save. You know, it takes some time to keep having engine go to a room. Keep the light bulbs on your cart. You know, dissect. You know, trial and error. Is, is it the plug? Is it feedable to it? Is it the light bulb? If you can fix it, great. If not, work with engineering. Engineering plays a really big role in the room. You know, is it the housekeepers or engineering cleaning the carpets if they're on site? It's the engineering. Do you have enough staff in engineering? Is it engineering visual roadmap. So work is sent. In you know, a lot of them work in the evenings, you know, sit behind the desk and they're playing games or they're looking at Facebook. There's plenty to do. Put your phone somewhere. Don't. If you work for me, then you're not going to look at your phone unless it's an emergency. The only time you look at your phone is if you're a doctor and you're on call, then you're not working in the environment, right? So, yes, engineering is key time, big time. Yes, thank you. Thank you. You know, that's something Dylan Bone said. Mentioned a metric bed another incentive. Bed bugs bed bugs are bad for twenty twenty two around the United States at present. So there's an there's an influx of them throughout the United States at properties. They come from suitcases, they come from, you know, a a, a backpack, wherever, and they enter the room and you know where they go in the crevices of the bed and the mattress protectors or the headboards. The mattress protect, train the housekeepers to lift the corners of the mattresses and pull up, pull off the sheet. Look in the crevices. If they see a bed bug, report it. Bed bug, we get a $25 because we can, we work to getting it fixed before the guests get bitten and, or look for blood stains on the bed. There are ways you can go forward with bed bugs. And I want to thank Dylan for bringing it up. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much for that. Because a lot of people... Because when you put a hotel room out of service because of bed bugs, or you get those reviews... You can keep going. Are you there? No, you're... A lot of people... I mean, a lot... I mean, you know, when you have... When you have bad reviews, it's not going to help you if you have a property full of bed bugs. Let alone all the other dirt that's that's there, period. You know, here for those that are listening, I hope there's a class of people listening. You know, the number one word in hotel space is take care of you're too busy reposition hand for your hotel. You want to see this train in action. Hold your staff accountable. No excuses. Let's get it done. 
and have signing accountability sheets in public places, such as the, the restrooms in the lobby, um, bathrooms, different places that people sign in. You know, why should a bathroom 24 hours later still have, wasn't flushed? You know, I, I can go to a bathroom at a property. Someone's accountable. I said the like they're, it's spotless. They're there for a reason. Be corporate or personal. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we have a just just so you know. I'm not sure if you know, but there's a there's a really a de- delay on what you're saying. So I just just want to let you know that. Um, but Dylan made a couple of comments, a couple more comments. He said, "Love it. The best engineers have a." A penchant for good cleaning. They apply clean caulking and you know they want to stay that way. They apply vivid paints and want them to stay that way. Yeah. If you have a good engineering team, okay, so I'm I'm gonna say this real quick. I I I, I consult with a couple um people in housekeeping. They call me to ask me questions about different things and one of the issues at this particular hotel is not it's not all the housekeeping department is engineering, meaning the engineers are not up to par. They have tons of engineers there, but they're not they're not holding their weight. They're not carrying their weight. So when issues come up in the room, guess who they blame? They always blame the housekeepers. They don't blame the engineer for not fixing it. So I say, well, make sure are you doing um, what do you call them? Um, um, gosh, um, what is it called when you when you um, dang, I can't even I can't even put it. The um, when you're putting the reports, what what is the report called when you you um, if there's a deficiency in a room, you fill out something, you give part of it to the engineer, you keep it up, you keep the other part. What is it called? I, I can't think of what it's called. There's different names for that. You know, it could be a an work order quality report. Uh, work order. It, it, there's different names for it. Or, or just communicate that, you know, you work order. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. We both got stumped. Correct. <laughs> yeah. So I said, you know, the other thing for those listening on the show. You know, can thing on the show is through AHO, the uh, Asian American Hotel Association, you sign up and take a training until sanitization and cleaning by just clicking on uh, through Procter and Gamble. And if you pass the course, you will you will get a certificate, and it teaches you all the cleaning tricks and trades of keeping a great environment and you know guest retention and you know talking about us and, um, and you know and and our team. So you can set. Through Procter and Gamble, through the cleaning and sanitation course. For anyone listening, you can have your team do that. It's like, I'm not sure what it's like in California or in Eugene, Oregon, but I know in different parts of the United States, within 60 days, within 60 or 90 days, your hotel, your staff have to take the human trafficking course. For example, in Florida, if you don't, if your staff doesn't take the human trafficking course and and, and they come in day number 94, you'll be fine. Day thing in your environment. Take the course, understanding it because human trafficking 
is a big thing today throughout the United States. It's, it's very big in Texas and in the state of Florida and different locations within the USA. So if your state where you are needs you to take the course, please take the course. It, it's, it's insightful. You'll learn, learn a lot. That's a real good point. That is a, a, a real good point, Lonnie. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. From it. So you'll get in your if you. You know, the other thing that, you know, before COVID, I, I, I don't even want to talk about COVID, is that people were putting um, Kleenex, you know, nice flowers in Kleenex boxes. It's a great looking presentation. Now you don't want to do it because, it, you know, it's a touch point. If, I've, if someone has presented a nice flower and I'm going to take a Kleenex, I'm going to take it out. As an example, on a 400 room hotel at a 75% occupancy, you're wasting almost 110,000 individual Kleenexes per year. And based on what the count is, in the Kleenex box, you can save the hotel between uh, $2,500 and $4,000 a year by just eliminating Kleenexes because that's a touch point. People aren't going to, it's nice to see, but now people aren't interested in it because they're going to look at it and go very nice, but they're going to throw it in the garbage. Things that I do in a hotel room, you know, I make sure there's three bags in a garbage, all garbage. Uh, daily housekeeping um, is not standard right now in a lot of hotels, so I don't want to have to lobby because I need another bag. The state of Florida, anywhere, I always make sure the toilet seats are down. A presentation and B in Florida, snakes are known to coil inside the cavity of a toilet and sneak their way out. If the toilet seat is down, they cannot do that. If you lift the toilet seat and they come out. Obviously, you're going to report it. You, you want to keep the, you know, another thing I teach the, the housekeeping team, even engineering, is why do I need to go to a hotel and your occupancy is what it's at, but you're keeping me see it peace. doesn't need to be the amount of money between 72 is significant. Plug in your hair dryers. Plug in your irons. If, they're in, if, they're, you know, if you have an iron in the room, well, they all have irons in the room. You want to make sure they're working. Is the base of the iron rusted? You want to check for those things. The lampshades. What direction are the switches of the lampshades? Why should I have to pull, get a kink in my neck because I got a stretch that it's facing the wrong direction? They should be closest to the bed, facing the bed. Check the TV. Check the electrical. Check the, you know, all, every dusting, period. Stamp lampshades. Redheads and with gray hair and blonde. I see that on a lampshade. Wipe them down every day. Someone was in the room, you know, combing their hair. You want to clean it. Clean it like you mean it and go for the win. You know, I, there's many things a hotel can do. You know, it's what, what, what happens in back of the house? Do, do the floors have linen on each floor? If you got 10 floors, if someone has a 10-floor property, is there, is there linen on each floor? Is supply each floor so the house doesn't have to pay time? Going back of the house, downstairs, taking time to get it. Every floor should have a perfect linen closet. It's like going shopping. I need amenities. I need a new iron. 
I need more product. I need toilet paper, Kleenex, whatever it is. It's there on the floor at all times. And that's the responsibility of the housemen to stock those floors and, and, and make sure you have inventory count and have a perfect back of the house. You know, those have a rule called the director of house supervisor did not check the room. Keep a room item I asked the floor and I excused myself. It's going to be dry very shortly. I'm going to go back in that room after I have the next room, which is usually on the same corridor, and I'm going to double check: is the AC at a set temperature? Are the are the bed is the bed um, free of lint and and no stains on the sheets? Um, are is is place are towels in place? For me, if I have a 400 room hotel, a perfect room presentation. So if I go into 400 rooms. The Kleenex box is going to be in the same direction. The towels are going to face the same direction. You know, it's the same thing with the handicap rules. Uh, uh, not rules, but presentation. Everything has to be consistent. I'm not, I don't want to go to a room and see it facing the wrong direction. It should be the same. As I mentioned with linen, on the linen on the bed, this, this is a nice little tool here, which is um, checks for stains on the sheet. You may leave this. I recommend all, all having in and this works you know the other thing that i love to do is check air quality of these rooms you know uh, I, and uh, what what's the air quality of the rooms it should be zero to 50 it's great anything from 50 to 100 is good and then you get rooms that are way off the chart 12 1500 close them down they shouldn't even be like that and you can get it you can call the dial air quality machine check the air quality it tells you something. It tells you the dirty. It tells you the carpet are clean, the draperies, the upholstery. The other thing that you can also check out is those connecting rooms. Okay, oh, uh, Russell, you're in room A. I'm in room B. They're connecting doors. How often does the housekeeper open the connecting door to see what's living behind it? How much dust is behind it? What did someone leave behind it as a gift? These are other areas that I check. Yeah, you're you're hitting you're hitting it all today, Lonnie. You're hitting it all. Hey, what do you think? Um, what do you recommend every hotel has from a housekeeping perspective? I mean, you mentioned the the light that you have. You mentioned the I'm not sure if they still call the ozone machine or whatever it it, it uh, does the air quality. What do you recommend each housekeeping department has and and utilize on a daily basis? Well, you want, you want to have the ozone machines, period, because if you're in a, you know, most hotels are non-smoking, should be non-smoking, even though guests do it, they can get fined for it if you have it, you know, you know, stated in the room on a, on the mirror, it says a $250 fine is applicable if you smoke. You need to scare the guests, not, and if they do it, they're charged. Depending on the size of the property, you need to have not one, but you need many of those ozone machines remove odor you know some hotels like a, a residence inn will have kitchenette so you know imagine someone that just cooked lobster or fish and it's just it's 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 a, it could be a nasty strong odor you need the ozone machine in there or these some of these extended stay properties close to a hospital and you get people that have had you have older people dying 
corridor is vicious or the room is vicious with the, you know, it's very pungent. You need the equipment. So you need ozone equipment. You need this to check the lint. You need the special light for checking the stains on the bed. You want air quality machines to test the air quality of the equipment. You want to make sure your vacuums are like Cadillacs. They work. They're not, they're not just sucking air, but the rollers work. You know, the function order. You want to have a, like we talked about, dusters uh, to reach high points. I don't want to hear that you didn't get there. I want to know that you got there because you have the tools. And here's the deal in housekeeping. If you don't have it, we're going to get it. Speak up. Don't be silent. Whatever you need. That's why daily communication in the morning before we start the show is key because you're just speaking. I want the team to speak. I want to know what you need. I want to know how your day was. I want to know, I want to know everything that you didn't have. And that's not going to be in my environment because I'm going to make sure you have every tool possible. Do we have a carpet cleaning machine that works? You know, everyone needs to understand how housekeeping works, even the first. But really, I challenge you today, take off the jacket and go start learning housekeeping. Because guess what? It's the heartbeat within your hotel. Without housekeepers, no heads and beds. Are you going to have heads and beds complaining right, left and center? You know, they need to understand it. You understand it. I understand it. And Mr. D. Bowman understands it. And many others do, but many more don't. And, you know, if you have the right tools in place, you know, there was a, a thing on LinkedIn not long ago where they gave a housekeeper 50 rooms. And I'm like, it's impossible to clean 50 rooms because I look at what time is checkout, what time is check-in, what's the window of opportunity to do it? How much is their lunch? Do they get a 15-minute break? It's in possible to do it. The penthouse, the one bedroom, two bedroom, and the, I'll watch you. I'll video you. I'll do all the housekeeper, but I'll do all the above. I'll make sure your environment is done per theme song. It could be, uh, you know, Rocky, you know, but I'll always play a theme song to get you pumped, ready to go for the day. <laughs> I, you know what? I need to come to a hotel where you're doing, uh, th where you're working, because I, I need to see all this. I need to hear that theme song playing. Uh, that would be a, that would be a blast. But uh, okay, okay. I mean, I, I love everything you said. Everything just hit, and, and it's funny because it, it hits home. Because I mean, although I started housekeeping years and years ago, some of the stuff that you hit on. It just basically brought back memories of when I was being taught and when I was being trained in housekeeping, all the things that you, not everything, but a lot of the things, the core things that you talked about, I remember from back then. So housekeeping doesn't go out of style. You know what I mean? We still need to clean rooms. We still need to be diligent about what we do. Um, so a lot of people would think that, you know, it goes out of style or, you know, or things have changed and we don't do it like that anymore. No, that's BS. We still got to clean the rooms, right? And you're just attesting, you just basically uh, co-sign everything that, that I've thought and a lot of things Dylan had already said uh, and that I'm sure other people that will listen to this as well 
they will say, you know what, Lonnie's right on. We need to take off our jackets, right, and, and get to work because we spend so much time on, you know, we're, we hire these GMs that have, oh, well, does he have food and beverage experience? Does he have all this other experience? But they very seldom look at, okay, do they have an operation experience that includes housekeeping? Because that's where the money is made. Money is made in the rooms. Let's just throw it out there. Money's made in the rooms. It's not made in food and beverage. Okay, so we need to pay more attention to the money maker, and that's the housekeeping department. That's the heart of the house. One hundred percent. You know, my other big peeve is the cross contamination. Make sure your team is not taking the same rag that you clean suite number one in suite number two. You want to have a great supply of proper, professional, clean rags for the next room. You don't want, you know, it's like the mop heads, you know, you're taking it from a dirty room to the next, you're just doing cross-contamination. We didn't talk about back of the house, you know, why is it when I go to a property, every door is full of dirt, mold, nastiness, and the squirrels look like no one's ever walked them. You need to walk your property, back of the house, front of the house, exterior, interior, your roof line, go anywhere and everywhere, because where you didn't go, there could be a problem that right there, you know. I mean, I go to stairwells, I'll walk stairwells, people don't get used to A, they have elevators, B, they want to exercise, run up and down. You, you know what's back in some of these stairwells, amenities and Q-tips and bottles of champagne and cigarettes and things that shouldn't be there. And, you know, it, guests don't need to see that. You know, that's another thing is clean back the house. That's the houseman's duties. And that's, you know, I have a standard of procedure, daily, weekly, monthly, Every six months for engineering, housekeeping, so it's there for you. When you hire a housekeeper, I also want you to have a big screen TV in your back of the house office so that new housekeeper that's come in that didn't get the great training, she's going to see a slideshow of a perfect room presentation. She goes, wow, that's how it's done because it's there. She sees it during AM meetings. You know, a lot of things you can because – your goal is to have a team, award-winning team, a team that loves to be there. You don't want them going down the street for 50 cents or a dollar. You need to keep your team. You need longevity. The tools, the training, the communication, and a big, big thank you for showing up and doing a phenomenal job. See you tomorrow. <laughs> 24 7 365 i i appreciate that line that, that that was great that was great so uh we're almost out of time we got about six minutes left hey how do you how do they get a hold of you because i would i would guess your your dance card is probably full but how would they get a hold of you you know uh, Lonnie Wolf at the Art of Housekeeping, or follow me on LinkedIn. See me on LinkedIn because I'm sending you every day on LinkedIn. It works. Different shows and work. It's not a dating service. It's a professional platform. For those that use it properly, and it works, it works great. I found you, a lot of other people. 
just all these professionals, Jordan. And as a matter of fact, uh, Russell, I'm meeting with Stephanie um, that you had on your podcast on Thursday. Oh, okay. Stephanie Karadin? Stephanie Karadin. Okay. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like you said, link, so link. She's down, in, she's down in Dade County. And I'm here. Okay. Okay. Very good. Make sure you tell her I said hello. I will. Last week, you know, you mentioned, I'm not sure if Dylan Beaumont was involved, but last week I had, I didn't get back to your show. You had brought up something where you talked about, um, Marlon Brando. Am I correct? He came up for a moment. You brought up Marlon Brando, something to do. It was in there. I, I have to go back to the clip, but it was something funny. Someone brought up and it was a Marlon Brando moment. I think it came from Dylan Beaumont. It had to come from him. It, it, I don't think it came from me. Dylan, do you remember the Marlon remember? Brando? He's still on here. Do you remember the Marlon well, Brando reference, Dylan? Well, or, or we'll have to go back to the clip. There's a reason why I brought it up, because we had a great talk. We had a great show. So I'll give you one of my other hidden out. to the wrestle of for my one Brando imitation. Good job, old boy. <laughs> what? <laughs> thank you, but thank you so much. Do you know the Godfather is like my favorite? The Godfather one and two are my favorite movies of all time. Okay, so Marlon Brando definitely. Uh yeah I I I uh yeah yeah that that was good I I, I appreciate that <laughs> but hey thank you so much for coming on we got three minutes left I I appreciate you coming on uh I will. Hmm? go ahead you know I love using you know I I I'm great I can do voices and. I enjoy doing it with the housekeeping team and they get a good laugh out of it when I do it. And if I can get laughter out of the team and it's, and it's like, you know, the goal in housekeeping is we have to end the day every day victoriously. We cannot go any other way. We must end victoriously with a win because it's all about the guests creating moments and earning memories. I there agree. you go. I agree. Well, with that and clean it like you mean. All right. Clean it like you mean it. Well, we're going to end the show right there. Thank you so much. Um, uh, Lonnie for coming on for, for giving us your, your wisdom and housekeeping. We do appreciate everything, um, to the people that are listening. I know it was a little glitchy at times, but, um, go back and listen to it because there's a lot of good information. And Lonnie did bring the fire. He said he was going to, he was going to make it lit and he definitely did make it lit. Um, but definitely go back and listen and get some points off of this thing, because there's a lot of things that we should be looking at as hoteliers. It's not like, and it, 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 it goes back to how he started the, the whole interview. He said, it's not just housekeeping's job to keep the hotel clean. Right. So if you see something, 
you need to make sure you you mention it. You need to make sure you take care of that situation, whatever it is. Um, and I'm speaking cleanliness uh, from the parking lot to inside the hotel. It starts at the parking lot. So if the parking lot is dirty, the hotel is going to be dirty. Okay, so that's how I look at it, right? So the the parking lot in, is an indicator of what what I have to look forward to when I walk in the door. So um, just just make sure that we're doing everything we can. And if we need some help with housekeeping. We know we got Lonnie Wolf to call, right? Yeah. So follow him on LinkedIn. Uh, make sure you look at all the things that he does on LinkedIn. That's how I found him. And we've been, you know, having this great relationship ever since. And it's been now going on a couple of years now. So the same with Dylan as well. So um, they're great people. They have a lot of information, a lot of wealth of information. And it's there if you just listen and just ask, right? So thank you so much, Dylan, for coming on. Appreciate it. I'm not sure if he's still there. Are you still there? Maybe not. And, and so on, see, you have done a phenomenal job reaching that milestone. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, all right, you guys have a great week. Once again, Russell of Hotels about to sign off. Uh, thank you so much for joining. I do appreciate, like I said, I appreciate Lonnie for being on. I appreciate Dylan for the comments. Uh, I appreciate everyone that's listening and will listen on the replay. Like I said, I do apologize for some of the glitchiness. Um, we just got a bad connection over in uh, in Florida. You know, you know they, they've been dealing with a lot of issues, so you know we got to give them a pass for that, right? But definitely go back and listen to uh, some of the finer points that Lonnie makes um, because it 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 all come back to you, and you'll say like. Yeah, those are things I need to do. I need to make sure my hotel is doing certain things. Or just a different set of eyes sometimes helps out a lot, too. You bring someone in just to kind of consult and, like, look at certain, you know, things in your hotel, and they'll be able to pull some things out that maybe you didn't even see. You know what I mean? So if, if we get used to looking at the same things over and over again, we don't realize that certain things are, are clean or dirty. Just like he mentioned the connecting door. How often does that connecting door open? You know, how often do we open that and clean around the door frame? And I guarantee you it's dusty. More than likely it is dusty. So make sure we take care of that stuff. So with, with that being said, do you have one more thing to say, Dylan, before, I mean, uh, Lonnie, before I get off? Yeah. Don't forget, uh, those things can bring to you know LG track looks at you know I holistic everybody and everyone at any time and uh, great job and to show number one eighty and visibility what 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 people see you doing three sixty Okay, very good. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate it. We'll see you again soon. Thank you for joining On Air with Russell of Hotels. Please tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. as we talk to other hospitality professionals. Your feedback is important to Russell. 
Feel free to email him at russell at russellofhotels.com with any questions or suggestions. Until next time, try not to be a person of success, rather become a person of great value.